Hello and welcome to this edition of Cronkite News to Go. I'm Adam Hushin. It's Tuesday, December 3rd, 2019, and here are top stories from across Arizona. For generations, Native Americans have served in the U.S. military at rates higher than most. And today, some 150,000 people who identify as American Indian are veterans of the armed services. But as Cronkite news reporter Gabrielle Oliveira explains, many Native veterans struggle to access the health care they need. Clifford Belinqua is a U.S. veteran and member of the Hopi tribe. He says serving in the military is an experience he recalls with pride and anguish. I can't help but think about my time in the service and to think about if I had never gone to Vietnam, I probably would have never been like this. So even at my old age, and I'm 74, uh, it, it bothers me. The Hopi culture is considered a peaceful one, and so processing the trauma of war has not been easy for Belinqua and others like him. Like for years and years, and even now, when i driving down the road, I see a dead dog on the side of the road or a dead animal. I think about Vietnamese children that are, or Vietnamese people that are killed laying there. Decades after Vietnam, Belinqua still struggles with anxiety, depression, and PTSD. But what frustrates him and other Native veterans most are roadblocks they say prevent them from getting the services they're entitled to. Sonia Tendnowski, vice president of the National Council of Urban Indian Health, says Native Americans are at a disadvantage compared to other veterans. American Indians and Alaska Natives have the highest poverty rate and the highest uninsured rate. This seems out of balance. We serve, we protect, but yet we struggle to have parity in the system. There's an Office of Rural Health within the VA to help address issues affecting veterans in remote areas or on reservations. That office has five health resource centers, none of which are in Arizona. Meanwhile, Congress is considering legislation that, if implemented, would help Native veterans in urban areas access more services. Gabrielle Oliveira, Cronkite News. The vice chairman of the House Education Committee wants schools to teach students less about dating and more about what he calls patriotism. Republican Representative John Fillmore is pushing to repeal a state law that allows Arizona schools to teach signs of dating abuse. The lawmaker is also proposing a bill that would require students to recite the Pledge of Allegiance. Under current law, school districts must put aside a specific time each day for students who wish to recite the pledge. Fillmore's bill removes that language. Only a parent can make a request to excuse their child. A new school is using green screens and 3D printers to teach students traditional subjects like math and science. Cronkite News reporter Mariah Gallegos explains. The Spark School at Kyrene de las Manitas Elementary in Tempe uses interactive technology like 3D printers, virtual reality, and the Google Classroom. Mary Brown is with the Spark School. She says these changes help students engage more in the material. Right now they're becoming a meteorologist and helping the public prepare for a natural disaster, which is way more exciting to research than taking a paper-based test about um, natural disasters. Neftali Rivera is a part of a jury for a mock trial. It's the, I'm the joy. We make a like, she said we're gonna make a poster about how we're gonna do this. The students are taking notes from their books, forming arguments for their current case, rather than reading a textbook and taking a test. 
It's unusual. It's not like the other one that I've been. <laughs> it's a new program that used to be the Imagine, but now it's called Spark. We're learning all these things, like new stuff, like 3D printing and all the other stuff in the program, like different books, different like styles of learning. I, I like it. I like it a lot. The standard math, ELA, science, and social studies are still being taught in the new program, but all using the interactive technology and the Google Classroom. Mariah Gallegos, Cronkite News. There's a new league for professional swimming, and it gives people the chance to compete year-round and make a living. Cronkite News reporter Sam Sloman explains. The first ever global professional swim league, known as International Swimming League, has eight teams, each with 12 women and 12 men. 75% of the members are Olympic champions and world record holders, like world championship medal holder Kendall Stewart. Up until this point, it's been pretty difficult to continue racing to earn a living for yourself post-NC2A graduation, um, especially if you haven't you know, earned an Olympic medal yet. And I think that ISL is exciting because it is just scratching the surface on what professional swimming can be. In 2019, ISL became the first professional swim league to have athletes compete for money. Teams from Europe and the U.S. compete for points while also trying to improve individual times. ISL's goal is to grow a global audience for swimming through the help of sponsors and networks. Sam Sloman, Cronkite News. For this week's forecast, we go to Cronkite weather reporter Jordan Evans. So Jordan, what can we expect this week? So Adam, no tornadoes this week. That is the good news. In fact, the National Weather Service confirming three on Friday. They did cause some damage and very rare here in the valley. But the good news is we dry things out for today, but we got some more rain coming in for your Wednesday. But high temperatures will be in the 70s, actually, just a little bit above normal. So not a ton of cold air this week, but we are going to stay cold and wet for your Wednesday. In the Cronkite Weather Center, I'm Jordan Evans. We had help today from Gabrielle Oliveira, Mariah Gallegos, Kirsten Corns, Sam Sloman, and Jordan Evans. You can learn more about the stories you heard in today's update by going to cronkitenews.azpbs.org. That's all for your Cronkite News to go. I'm Adam Hushin. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow for another daily briefing.